From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, five-term Representative Lee Sung-min joins the ruling People Power Party ahead of the general elections in April after leaving the main opposition Democratic Party last month. The police arrest a suspected accomplice in the attack of main opposition leader Lee Jae-myung in Busan last week while mulling the release of the alleged attacker's identity. And North Korea conducts artillery drills near the western maritime border for the third straight day on Sunday, with the Joint Chiefs of Staff dismissing claims of deception. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. Five-term Representative Lee Sang-min, who left the main opposition Democratic Party last month, joined the ruling People Power Party on Monday ahead of the general elections in April. The PPP held an induction ceremony for Lee on Monday, who wore a red tie, the color of the Conservative Party. Lee said that the success of the Yoon Suk-yeol government depends on the ruling party winning the most parliamentary seats in the April elections, calling for efforts to quickly fix its shortcomings and defects. The lawmaker who has been elected five times in the central city of Daejeon, expressed hope that he can contribute to a PPP victory. Lee left the DP in December, criticizing the leadership of main opposition chair Lee Jae-myung. A man in his 70s believed to have been an accomplice of Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung's attacker has been arrested. Police say the suspected accomplice was arrested in South Chungcheong Province on Sunday, and officials are said to be currently investigating whether he was involved with the crime in any way. The Busan Metropolitan Police said it's looking into the alleged accomplice as he promised to send a letter to the attacker via mail after the crime had been committed. Police say the suspected accomplice has denied involvement in the crime. The police plan to decide on Tuesday whether to disclose the identity of the suspect accused of stabbing main opposition Democratic Party Chairman Lee Jae-myung. The Busan Metropolitan Police said on Monday that its Identity Disclosure Committee will convene the following day to determine whether to release the personal information of the suspect surnamed Kim. The current law permits information, such as the suspect's name, age, and face to be disclosed in cases that entail serious harm with sufficient evidence when it is in the public's interest and meets the legal right to know. The police said that Kim's political affiliation will not likely be publicized in accordance with the political party law. The 67-year-old suspect was placed in pretrial detention on charges of attempted murder after stabbing the DP chair in the neck with a camping knife in the southeastern port city of Busan last Tuesday. North Korea continued to fire artillery shells into the Yellow Sea on Sunday, the third straight day of artillery firings. Pyongyang claimed that Saturday's provocation was a deceptive operation against South Korea, but Seoul's Joint Chiefs of Staff quickly dismissed the assertion. Richard Larkin has the details. North Korea's artillery provocations carried into the third consecutive day on Sunday. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said on Sunday that North Korea fired some 90 shells into waters north of South Korea's Yongpyong Island for about 70 minutes from 4pm. The South Korean military detected that the shells fell into the buffer zone north of the Northern Limit Line, the de facto maritime border in the Yellow Sea, with no damage to South Korea. The official added that there was no plan for a military response, as was the case with the second day of artillery firing on Saturday upon assessment that the shells were fired in a less provocative direction, although Friday's barrage of some 200 rounds was met with a live-fire drill by South Korea. 
The JCS said North Korea fired about 60 rounds of artillery into waters off the west coast on Saturday, but Pyongyang claimed it detonated explosives 60 times to simulate the sound of 130mm coastal artillery in a deceptive operation against South Korea. In a statement released by the state-run Korean Central News Agency on Sunday, Kim Yo-jong, the sister of regime leader Kim Jong-un, said that the South's military misjudged the explosions as expected. The JCS, for its part, said that the military's detection assets did in fact pick up 60 shells fired on Saturday and dismissed Kim's claim as rudimentary psychological warfare. On Monday, a South Korean military source said that the rounds were bookended by a total of around 10 explosive detonations, the first of its kind intended as a deception. Richard Larkin, KBS World Radio News. The Joint Chiefs of Staff has said that the suspended live-fire drills will resume since the inter-Korean buffer zone stipulated by the 2018 military agreement have been nullified with North Korea's artillery provocations. JCS spokesperson Lee Sung-jun said in a regular briefing on Monday that the zones pertaining to the land, sea, and air no longer stand since the regime committed over 3,600 violations and conducted artillery fire in the West Sea for three consecutive days. He said that the South Korean military will conduct its live-fire drills according to its own plans rather than individually responding to enemy provocations. Responding to claims by Kim Yo-jong, the sister of regime leader Kim Jong-un, that the North deceived the South by detonating explosives on Saturday, he said that the military is capable of distinguishing explosions and artillery and that it detected the number and location of the rounds. South Korea plans to launch two more military reconnaissance satellites this year from a U.S. space station. The Defense Acquisition Program Administration said on Monday that the two satellites will be launched on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida in April and November. The orbiters will be equipped with synthetic aperture radar, which creates images by shooting electromagnetic waves at a ground target and synthesizing the reflected signal making it possible to closely observe North Korea's movements regardless of the weather. The Arms Procurement Agency said that operation in conjunction with the electro-optical and infrared satellite launched in December will strengthen the country's capability to detect signs of nuclear and missile provocations by the North. The National Intelligence Service says it agrees with the Voice of America report that North Korea is supplying Hamas with weapons. South Korea's top intel agency confirmed the VOA report on Monday, saying the fuse found with Korean markings is the middle part of the North Korean F-7 rocket. The NIS said it's currently collecting evidence regarding the scale and timing of North Korea's supplying of weapons to Hamas, but added that it would be difficult to do. The VOA last Friday reported that Hamas was using North Korean-made weapons and posted a photo of the fuse parts of the F-7 rocket-propelled grenade launcher with Korean markings. The government says Taeyong Group must submit another substantial self-rescue plan to gain the trust of its creditors in addition to the four plans unveiled when applying for a workout of Taeyong Engineering and Construction. Finance Minister Chae Sang-mok discussed the issue on Monday with heads of the Bank of Korea, Financial Services Commission, Financial Supervisory Service, and Korea Development Bank, among others. The KDB which is the company's main creditor, said headway was made in the four self-rescue plans that Taeyong had submitted when applying for the debt restructuring, adding that creditors will continue consultations based on such progress. The group, which completed payment of 154.9 billion won from selling Taeyong industry on Monday, said it will faithfully fulfill the remaining three plans while drawing up additional measures in consultation with the KDB. 
As he urged the construction firm to gain the trust of its creditors with another self-rescue plan, Che called on the financiers to proceed normally with workout procedures once they confirmed Taeyong's determination toward self-rescue. Korean-American actor Steven Yeun of Minari fame took home his first Golden Globe on Sunday as he won the Best Male Actor award for his role in the Netflix limited series Beef. At the 2024 edition of the award ceremony, Yeun beat out a field of five other contenders that included John Hamm and Woody Harrelson. Beef swept the top limited series acting categories, with Yeun's co-star, Ali Wong, winning the Golden Globe for Best Female Actor in a Limited Series, as well as taking home the prize for Best Limited Series. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 10.26 points, or 0.4% on Monday, to close the day at 2,567.82. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.